And now, presenting the Star of the Show podcast with your host, Delaney Swift. Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Star of the Show podcast and happy Wednesday. Happy almost Thanksgiving. If you're listening to this on Thanksgiving, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you guys are having a wonderful holiday and are doing something for yourself. I know that the holidays can be a weird, complicated time for some people. And if you didn't listen to my last episode, go listen to that. If you're feeling like you have just challenging dynamics with family or friends or going home or just the holidays feel a little bit weird for you, and maybe a little bit more emotional of a time or you don't enjoy them or you don't enjoy them as much as you did when you were a kid, go listen to that episode and just know you're not alone. We are in Ohio for Thanksgiving and I know I've said this before, but my family and Daniel's family live about three and a half, four hours away from each other in Ohio. So even when we come in for any holidays or just come into town in general and we fly in, it's still kind of like a struggle to see both of our families because they don't live exactly close and we don't have a car here. So we have to rent one. And I know that these are, you know, not big problems in the grand scheme of things, but it always is kind of like a mad dash And I feel like I'm always like splitting myself in a billion different pieces to try and see everyone. But it is nice to have like friends here because I have a lot of friends from college that live in Cincinnati where Daniel is from. And it's nice to get to like see those people whenever I come back if it works out. But it's just, I don't know, it's nice to come back and like see, see a lot of people. You know what actually put things into perspective for me about the holidays? And this is going to sound really funny because do you guys remember that show, um, The Chrisleys? Was it Keeping Up with the Chrisleys? I need to I need to look this up. Okay, it was called Chrisley Knows Best and it was on E, I believe. But it was a reality TV show about this family in the South. Um, Todd and Julie Chrisley were the parents and then it was like... Um, Chase was one of the boys and Savannah was the oldest girl. You guys probably already know about this show, but it was honestly kind of comical. Like I feel like the parents were just like goofy and like funny. And then the the grandmother lived with them and she was really funny. It, it was kind of, it almost like felt like satire sometimes. But anyways, Todd and Julie Chrisley, the parents were sentenced to prison because of, I mean, I thought that it was like, just like, they didn't pay their taxes, but it says Todd and Julie were charged with conspiracy to commit bank fraud, bank fraud, conspiracy to defraud the United States and tax fraud. Julie was also charged with wire fraud and obstruction of justice. That is really the depth of what I know. I don't really know much anything deeper about the case and like how like innocent or non as innocent they were. But clearly, if they're in prison for this much, I feel like there was definitely some truth to it. But it says that um, in September, Todd and Julie, well, they're pri- they went to prison and, and um, Todd was sentenced to 12 years in prison and he is in Pensacola, Florida. And Julie was sentenced to, I believe, seven years in prison and she's in Lexington, Kentucky. And in September of this year, Todd and Julie's prison sentences were actually reduced. Um, it says records, a record search by USA Today shows Todd's 
release date from FPC Pensacola in Florida is currently December 8th, 2032, making his sentence a little over two years shorter than his original 12 years. And Julie's release from FMC Lexington in Kentucky is set for September 4th, 2028, which is about one year earlier than her original release date. So that's just crazy to me. And basically yesterday, Savannah Chrisley posted to her Instagram that she there was like an, a new update in the case and there was like an, an they accepted their oral appeal so apparently about like six percent of cases actually get approved um for an oral appeal i really don't know much about how the court system works so if i'm botching any of this vocabulary i apologize but um it, it could mean that they could have a reduced sentence and basically like I saw this last night and it put things into perspective for me because you know obviously I've lost a parent but like imagine both of your parents being in prison and in completely different states and I believe that Savannah Chrisley had to like take guardianship over like one or two of her siblings I think probably just one after her parents went into prison because her one of her younger siblings was under 18. So that's a lot of pressure. And I just found out Savannah's only 26 years old. And that's just a lot of weight to have on you as a 26 year old. And she posted basically that she was relieved that, you know, this, this appeal was approved and that she wasn't going to celebrate Thanksgiving because you just can't fake it. And she was really upset and blah, 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 blah. Just obviously going to look a lot different for her. But now they were going to celebrate because they were happy that this appeal was approved. But that just like really made me think, I was like, wow, I got really deep in my head about this. And I was like, damn, imagine if your parents were in two completely different states in prison. Like the amount of times that I call my mom or text my mom just to be like, hey, how do I make this? Um, Or like, what should I do in this situation? Or just like asking the most like random questions and they can't even do that like it's not like their parents have cell phones they can call them but it's probably timed they can go see them but it's like restricted and it's definitely not like a private hangout where you can just relax like you look to your parents even when you get older as like a place to go and relax and decompress and like you know spend time with with family and just kind of like you know, forget the the stressors that, that you're going through for the, for that time being and just like spend quality time with them, but they can't even do that. And being able to see both parents over a holiday for them is probably very difficult. Like I'm not excusing going to prison or excusing, you know, what, what they did or saying that this is like by any means, like, you know, we should feel bad for them, but it, it does suck. Like that would it put things in perspective for me that like if I have to see two families in one state and two like loving families that we both are like excited to see then that's like such a blessing and if I am like struggling on how to see everyone in my life that like I want to see that's a blessing to be able to see a bunch of people that you love and like want to see that many people because you have that many great people in your life family and friends wise so that just made me like feel grateful, like, okay, if I can make that, make the time to see them and it works out, like, that's great. If not, then that's fine too. But like, it's such a gift to be able to reconnect with family and friends that you love and to be able to have those people in your life is such 
a gift and something to be grateful for. And heading into Thanksgiving, what else, you know, what else is more fitting than being thankful for something? But going off of that, I mean, I wanted to just chat about something that I thought of earlier too with being home for the holidays, being around family, being around friends, seeing people that, you know, you haven't maybe seen in a while. And this like concept of timelines. And I keep seeing all these videos on, you know, TikTok, Instagram about how, you know, they don't want their parents or their family or whatever to ask them about timelines. Like what are they doing for work? And, you know, when are they going to get married? When are they going to have kids? Like those types of things. And I just want to remind you that timelines are not real. Like I am seeing people that are younger than me get engaged and married and having kids and like on my timelines, right? On my Instagram. And I'm happy for them like that must be a really exciting time in your life. But at, at this present time, like that doesn't feel right for me. And I'm not saying it won't, you know, very soon, but it just feels like I don't need to be in that time just because everyone else is or that's what everyone else is like posting about. And it's really easy to get in your head when you're around people that you know really well. And almost like wanting to prove something to them or have an update for them when you see them again. But that's like, it's not necessary. You know, nothing has to be like going on in your life. You don't have to have everything perfect or figured out. Your family and friends and the people that really love you and care for you are going to love you and care for you no matter what. So don't feel like you need to have something to show for yourself every time you come home or you see your friends or you see your family and have an update and you know what's going on if you're in your 20s especially like this is the time for us to be figuring things out and figuring out what we want and like understanding who we are and there's plenty and plenty and plenty of time and what's important to you may be completely different than what's important to other people like somebody in your friend group or you know on your on your Facebook timeline it may be important for them to have a kid by a certain age and they're doing that and that's, you know, a big victory for them. But for you, maybe you want to travel or you want, you know, you're focused on your career, whatever it is, like you can be proud of that. And even if you have absolutely nothing going on and you're struggling right now, your home should be a safe space and like a safe haven. And you should be able to say like, hey, I don't want to talk about any of this. Like, please don't bring it up. I'm just going through something and I really want to just enjoy myself and spend quality time with you and just be in the present. I don't want to talk about all the timelines and the things going on and I don't want you to ask me for any updates because I'm just, you know, I'm struggling right now and I hope that's okay. And that should be enough and your family should respect that. So if you feel like that's something that you are nervous about, you can, you know, politely dodge it too. You can say like, I don't know, for your friends, especially, I know that can be hard. You can just say, you know what, like, Honestly, I'm just, I'm, I'm struggling right now. I'm having a hard time. Like, I don't really want to talk about it, but like, I'm just happy to be with you guys. And can we please like, you know, just be present and, and like, tell me what's going on with you or, you know, just kind of like deflect if you want to. But you can say, yeah, I'm struggling with X, Y, and Z, but you know, I don't really want to get too much into it. I'll tell you another time, but I'm just happy to be able to see you and catch up with you and, you know, have it be like old times or just, I don't know, reconnect and be able to be present and spend time with you. There is a way for you to not have to share all the information that you want to share if you don't want to. And your family and friends should respect that. Just remember that. 
And if you feel like that there is nothing to feel thankful for right now, I'll give you at least five things. You can breathe. There's fresh air, fresh air outside, fresh air, fresh air outside every single day. Every single day is a new day and a new chance for you to change your life or to do something nice for yourself. Um, coffee exists and there's probably at least one piece of food in your fridge and that's five things right there. I could keep going. Um, the sun will still shine. If it rains, it's going to come out again. You have clothes in your closet. You have a bed to lay your head on. You probably have at least one person in your life that you trust and you feel like you can turn to. And if you have one person, I feel like that's enough because some people don't have much, don't have anything, don't have anyone to lean on. And chances are, if you're listening to this, you have more than enough. You have, you know, things that you don't absolutely need, but you wanted and you bought and you were able to buy for yourself. Like we have an abundance, but we don't realize it sometimes. If you have a job, that's something to be thankful for. If you have a show you're watching right now that you love or a book, that's something to be thankful for. If a new album that you love just came out, that's something to be thankful for. If you have clothes to walk outside, if it's cold where you are and you have a coat, that's something to be thankful for. There is so much to find that you can be thankful for and grateful for that we just don't think of. Like sometimes when I catch myself being mad at like my life isn't in a certain place or it doesn't. I just, I don't have the things that I want and I'm getting upset about all the things that I lack. I really have to like train my mind to look for the abundance in my life and the abundance of things that I do have. And I have to look for examples everywhere because I can get really deep in this rabbit hole of thinking like, oh my gosh, I don't have X, Y, and Z. And I thought I would have it by now. And like, when is this ever going to happen for me? But if you can tune into like the things that you do have, I promise you, you'll start to see where there's like abundance in your life and it will start to change your mindset a little bit, even if it's just for a day. But if you can practice that over and over again, when your head starts to go negative, I swear it will help you. But it's a practice. Let me tell you, you have to try to come back to that daily. And I, like, I am not saying I'm perfect at it whatsoever because some days I'm like, there's literally no hope for me. Even this week, I have like a busy week and just have a lot of like work and personal things to get done while I'm away. And I just wish I didn't have to do them and could just be fully off and turn my brain off. But I'm grateful that I even have things to keep me busy and have things that I have to be doing because the opposite would be like having absolutely nothing to do and not feeling like, I don't know, like I have anything going going on for me. Like it's a blessing to have a job. It's a blessing to have something to do and keep you busy and to put money in your bank. But you know what's something that I was actually thinking about yesterday was when I was at the gym. So yesterday I worked from um, Daniel's parents' house and I had like a busy day, but I didn't really like leave my, I didn't really leave my computer like the whole day. And, you know, besides just like going and getting food and going to the bathroom and I was inside like the whole day. And then I went to the gym at like, you know, after 5 p.m. And I don't know. I just felt like I looked at a screen all day. I looked at my phone and I didn't really do much at all or like what didn't move much at all. And 
it got so it got dark so early so like at the gym it was dark out and I'm like it's already dark out it's already nighttime and I feel like I didn't do much today because I hadn't left my desk much I'm like wow I really need to like make an effort to I don't know just feel like I can spruce up my day a little bit and I was getting mad at myself for not feeling productive enough even though I did have kind of a busy day and today and tomorrow I also have kind of a packed schedule and so I was like you know what this is ridiculous ridiculous like this is like like my a mind fucking like cycle that I'm on right now for myself like think about it we spend so much time just like wanting to have nothing to do like when we're working or when we're doing something that we don't want to be doing we're like I wish I just didn't have anything to do and I could lay on the couch and watch tv or scroll on my phone or just relax but then when we do that all day we get mad at ourselves for not being productive enough and not achieving enough so where does the cycle end and when are we just going to give ourselves grace to just be and to let what we did in that day be enough and leave it behind and then the next day either do better or don't just you know do the things that you need to do and be proud of yourself that you got those things done you know like the the rest can can wait and if it's not important it will it will happen but it's it's kind of a sick cycle that we that we live in and I don't know if anyone else can relate to this but I'm sure that there's plenty of people who do you know I always just want to not have anything to do like that is the goal like I don't I don't want to have to do this <laughs> but then when I'm when I don't do enough and I have a day where it's a little bit slower or it feels like I didn't achieve or, or wasn't productive enough then I'm mad at myself for not having a productive a, a productive enough of a day where I feel like I've earned my rest or feel like I've earned being a bump on a log or scrolling on my phone or relaxing so that's kind of twisted when you think about it um so just especially this week like give yourself grace with whatever you can get done that day and just be proud of yourself if you just did you know more than the bare minimum like that's incredible but even if you did the bare minimum or less than like just give yourself grace because you're not going to solve anything or make anything better by being mean to yourself and beating yourself up for not doing enough that day you know it's it's really you know the it's really twisted and speaking of twisted, let's get into a pop of culture. Okay, so in the last week or two, I, oh my gosh, you guys, I don't even know what happened with the TikTok algorithm because people were mad at me, let me tell you. I had to turn my comments off of one of my videos because I was getting so much hate and the, well, I won't get into it to protect this one specific person's identity and just her mental health but there was this video that I posted and it was getting a lot of hate and people were like you're a stalker you're a creep you're a weirdo which like yeah okay the video was kind of like a little silly and out there but basically I copied and pasted Travis Kelsey's and um, Taylor Swift's schedules basically I just I literally copied um, the chief's game schedule and I copied and pasted um, Taylor Swift's Eras tour concert dates and I put them in an Excel spreadsheet and I was like how and how on earth will they see each other like this is how they could see each other and yada 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 and I knew that that was like a controversial video when I posted it you know that's how they gain traction unfortunately but I didn't know that it would go 
viral or viral like that but people were mad let me tell you people were like you're such a stalker i hope taylor sees this and gets a restraining order against you and i'm like yeah i i understand it's like borderline a little bit weird but it's literally public information that i just copied and pasted like it's not like i know anything about you know where they're going to be i know all of the same information as the public i know the same exact amount of things that you guys know i'm just making like a satirical video yeah okay like the schedule maybe isn't satirical but me saying like taylor swift is my cousin and like how on earth will they see each other like i'm so worried about that is satirical so a lot of people can't understand that and can't grasp it in their heads but it got a lot of traction and (laughs) people were mad again people are very very passionate about taylor they're either like really mean and nasty or they're really nice but then I posted like a rebuttal video with like a you know replying to a comment and I said like hey you guys calm down like I just copied and pasted their schedules like I knew all the same information that you guys do I just literally copied and pasted what is already on the internet and made a joke about how I was worried how they're going to see each other and it's not any crazier than what everyone else is posting on the internet like on TikTok, on Instagram, on, you know, page six, every single article, the NFL, every single celebrity is talking about this couple. Like, it's not just little old me. So many people are talking about this couple. So, like, sometimes when I get in my head, I'm like, oh, this is kind of weird, like, me talking about this so much. Or when I talk about any celebrities, for that matter, it's starting to feel a little weird, to be honest with you. I'm like, oh my god, I'm, like, talking about other people's lives so much so that like if they ever see this like that's going to be creepy but I'm trying not to get in my head because when I originally posted that like first video about Taylor and Travis and it gained so much traction I started like you know gaining traction on TikTok I was like you know just being myself honestly and being goofy and not caring what anyone else thought and I'm trying to keep that mindset because that is what I think that's just how I can protect my mental health in general because before this year I was so I was trying to grow on TikTok and I would put way too much thought and effort into the videos that I would create and then I look back from the videos that I was posting last year and they were awful and so I'm just trying to not think too deeply into it because sometimes I'm like oh this is this feels weird and icky talking about other people's lives and talking about pop culture but think about like the reporters or the writers from page six or from, you know, any pop culture news art article or outlet or TMZ, like, I don't know, like, that's their full-time job, you know? So, me talking about it online, I'm not the only person that talks about pop culture online, is not that weird. And for some reason, the world has a fascination with celebrities and with, you know, people that are well-known And I've always loved that. I've always loved reality TV and pop culture and entertainment. And that's not going to stop anytime soon. So I'm not going to try to think too deeply into it and (laughs) make myself weirded out because I'm like, oh gosh, you know, what if they see this one day and then I'm altering how I'm acting based on if this celebrity ever sees this. And like, that's just, I don't know. Then I sometimes think about like the people who have like talked smack about celebrities in the past but they meet all these celebrities all the time and like it's not going to impact me one way or the other if I'm not going to talk smack and be rude and outright nasty but it's not going to impact me having opportunities or whatever it is if 
I'm just doing my thing, you know? So I got really, started getting really in my head and I was like, you know what? No, like, I don't know. I don't really listen or care as much to the comments because I know they're all people that don't know me. And it's, it's been actually kind of fun because I've always been really worried about what people think of me, but more so like in my personal life, I want the people that like I love or I respect or I know to appreciate me and like only have good things to say about me. And I realized within like the last year that that's just something you can't control. So I better just be me because they're going to say good or bad things regardless of what I do. And I would rather just like stay true to myself and, and keep up my integrity than like worry about pleasing every single person. And that goes just as much or more for like people on the internet and strangers. And it's actually been pretty easy for me to like look at these negative comments online. And I don't know, like most of them, I mean, some of them I'm like, okay, this is like rude or scary, but they have no idea who I am or like anything about me. And they don't know my true character, my true nature. They're just seeing this like one clip or one video of me and making all these assumptions. But people were mad, let me tell you. So anyways, I posted this like rebuttal video responding to a a mean comment and everyone was like, you're such a stalker. You're such a creep. Like yada, yada, yada. Taylor should be afraid of you. And I'm like, you guys, you guys are probably the people that Taylor should be afraid of because I'm really harmless. I'm telling you. I'm just, I'm just posting, I'm posting stuff for the Swifties, okay? But that's not all that I talk about if you actually looked at my page. So any Hoosiers, that, that popped off and literally it was like, I was getting all these like nice comments and nice traction on it. And then all of a sudden it blew up within like 24 hours and was just like nasty, nasty, nasty comments. So yeah, (laughs) that was fun. But there has been some updates in the Taylor and Travis ordeal or I guess I wouldn't say ordeal. That's not that's not a good word to use because they're clearly it seems like things are going well. I don't think we've spoken since Argentina or yeah, we probably did. Anywho, so Travis was in Argentina and Taylor ran up to him after the show and oh, it was just so sweet that that I think is like what really had like a turn in me, like made me, made me switch my mindset around this relationship. I was like, wow, this is actually really sweet and very cute. And she's clearly not trying to hide her love and affection and like how happy she is towards him. So for that, I was like, oh, this is freaking adorable. Like, and like all of Travis's reactions to her at the show and hanging out with Taylor's dad, I was like, this is just so adorable. And like seeing him get along with Taylor's dad, it was very, very cute. So I'm, I'm, I'm all on, all in on this one. And I am, I'm, I'm eating my words and taking back what I said about them not lasting. I really didn't see it going this far, to be honest with you. I thought this was just like a fun thing. And she was like, all right, you know, I'll try it out, but I'm seeing it differently. I'm seeing it differently now. It's like one of those things where you're, when you're not looking for a relationship it ends up happening. And yeah, this just seems, I mean, it does now seem like their end game and everyone's like, they're going to get married and they're going to have kids. So I honestly wouldn't be mad about that at this point. Not like I have any say in the matter whatsoever, but I think it's, it's adorable. And I think clearly they're very happy, but in darker news, um, the Argen or sorry, the Brazil shows have been not going well. I mean, it's like record breaking heat right now and people are like passing out and people are getting dizzy. Like they weren't allowing people to get, bring water bottle in. And Taylor was like trying to direct, you know, people to bring water to fans that 
were you know, clearly getting overheated in the crowd. And sadly, one of Taylor's fans passed away before the concert or, you know, I don't know if it was during the concert, but it was the concert day on Friday in Rio. And I was reading something and apparently this fan had flown on her first ever flight to come to this concert and was like sending pictures and videos and things like that to her parents. And she was 23 years old and unfortunately she passed away. Apparently the... I don't think that the medical records have come back stating how she passed, but I think that the indication is like that it was, you know, from heat or, you know, exhaustion. But Taylor postponed her second show in Rio due to the extreme heat. And she, I guess they had made that call like from her dressing room and they postponed it to Monday. So that was yesterday. And the Chiefs played the Eagles last night, and apparently Taylor was supposed to meet her or was supposed to go to the game, the Chiefs first Eagles game, and Taylor's parents were supposed to meet, um, were supposed to meet the Kelseys, which everyone, and then I was reading these articles and it was saying like, you know, things have been going so well, like meeting, um, you know, as they are meeting their parents, and it's important for these two that their families fit seamlessly, and I'm like, damn, like, this is fast. You know, it's like, if you're going to get, I I feel like normally when you're dating someone, you, for like the first year or two, or I guess, however, I don't know, I guess for every relationship is different, but for the first while you, yeah, maybe you meet the other person's parents and they meet your parents, but it's, I feel like further down the road when each set of parents meets, like both families meet, And especially when it's like getting serious and maybe, you know, potential for being together for life, aka marriage, kids, who knows. It definitely does feel very fast, you know, happy for them. And I feel like when you're a celebrity, like you, especially these two, like they bring their parents everywhere. So it doesn't seem like that out, out there outlandish that the two would meet because they clearly both have very big events going on. He has his games, she has her concerts. So like, of course the parents are going to be at these things and like, I don't know. I think that's that's nice that they're potentially going to meet soon. Um, but I don't know. People are making it seem like it's so normal. Like, of course, like, you know, they're getting so so along or they're getting along with their parents so well that they want the, both of their parents to meet. And I'm like, everyone's making it seem like this is so normal that they're just going to meet like right away. I don't know. But again, it's not my relationship. I think it's really cute. And Obviously, they didn't get to meet last night because Taylor was still in Rio, and I think that's totally understandable. I think they'll have plenty of other times to meet. Clearly, they have a lot of big events going on, and I think Taylor is done with her tour for this year after November anyways. I think she only has like a few more shows, and then she has like all of December and January off, and her birthday is on December 13th, so she'll have that off. Maybe she'll spend it with Travis. Who knows? I'm sure that the internet will pop off and tell us all the details that we need to know right from our phones without us having to do any digging whatsoever. Just remember that, people. It's all public information. So what else is on the docket? So Suki Waterhouse and Robert Pattinson announced that they are having their first bebe together. Um, The two, I don't believe they're not married. But I was talking about this last night saying like, I didn't even really realize that these two were together. But I don't pay, like, I'm not, I was never really, like, big into Twilight. I'm not a huge, like, Robert Pattinson fan or even, like, 
um, Jacob, what's his name? Um, Taylor Lautner. I'm not like, I wasn't huge into Twilight like a lot of other people, but I first really like got to know Sugi Waterhouse or like was exposed to her from Daisy Jones and the Six. And she was, I just think she's absolutely adorable. So pretty. Um, but I really picture her as her character in Daisy Jones and the Six as being this like rocker band girl who doesn't want to get married, doesn't want to have a kid. Um, in the show, she had the abortion. So I was like shocked when I first saw this. I was like, oh my gosh, they're having a baby. Like she's, she wants a baby. Um, it's just, it was hard for me to like put her in that, you know, take her out of that box, which just goes to show how attached I get to the shows that I watch. But it was funny just seeing that and being like, oh my gosh, like her and you know her boyfriend are happy and having a baby but um I think it's really adorable and honestly they make such a cute couple so he's a he's gonna be a a daddy and for many of you he already has been a daddy um (laughs) also good news we are getting a third season of Big Little Lies don't know I don't think we have many details on it yet but there will be a third season. I don't know what storyline they're going to pull because clearly there was only one book, but I am just happy to see those gals back on my screen together. And that's that's some great news amidst a lot of, you know, so not so great news recently. Another couple that's having a baby is uh, Blake Horseman and Giannina, is it Gabelli or Jabelli? I don't know. Uh, Giannina from Love is Blind and Blake Horseman from The Bachelor or Bachelorette bachelor franchise and yeah I actually like don't I'm, I'm kind of indifferent like I feel like they are a good couple and like not gonna lie I wasn't Giannina's biggest fan whenever I watched Love is Blind I was like this is a lot um I feel like you know since the show she's like we've seen more of her personality but yeah I mean I don't really have many feelings about this couple like one way or the other just like you know happy if they're happy but it was interesting to see like you know that they're they're having a they're having a baby they're doing the damn thing um also this I don't even know if I want to go here but Ashlyn Harris posted a statement about her divorce from Allie Krieger and it honestly broke my heart and I think that that's like what made me feel weird about posting about celebrities lives because it oh like it just it really broke me to read her statement um that she posted on her Instagram but she talked about how you know all the comments and like the hate and everything like that was really affecting her mental health and she said it's like the hardest thing she's ever had to go through and um you know the most important thing is her kids and if you read it like it's just it's really heartbreaking because clearly it's like really affecting her and people are making up these narratives that you know she cheated or you know now she's with Sophia Bush and I'm sure like even if she is with Sophia Sophia Bush now like they have to lay low because of all of this like media attention that it's getting and it definitely does feel weird to like know information about people's lives when we don't know anything about them really so and you know everyone or mostly everyone I would assume has had some sort of issues with mental health or has had something hard that they've had to go through that they can kind of like empathize with the way that she might be feeling and just amplify that by a hundred because everyone knows about it or it feels like everyone knows about it and people are commenting on it but um yeah basically they they, she talked about how she's ending her her marriage with Allie Krieger and they've tried multiple things and it sounds like you know they had a hard a hard time and you know she commented on most of the years were great years and 
they were struggling recently and going to therapy and trying to work on it and yada, yada, yada. But she like made it clear that there was no cheating. She didn't step out on her wife, but it really broke my heart to read that statement. So, uh, I feel for her and going through a breakup is not easy. So I can't imagine going through a breakup in the public eye, but I want to end on a happy, happy note, somewhat happy note. And, um, I watched this Netflix Christmas movie. One of the first ones I've watched this year, actually the first one that I watched this year was called the best Christmas ever or best Christmas ever, whatever. Um, I watched it with my friend and we were so excited to watch one together. Like we love a Netflix Christmas cheesy movie and it was not good. You guys, it was really not good. It had the girl from, um, what's that show called? It had a girl, the woman, the main character, one of the main characters was from it's on the tip of my tongue and it's gonna bother me so much oh you know what I think I'm wrong I was mixing her up with someone else there's this show on Netflix that like my mom loves and it's kind of like a a farm type show you know what no it's not a farm show at all it's called Virgin River that's the show I was thinking of that's what I thought Heather Graham the main girl thought she was in but she's not turns out but it does look like she's done other like movies and shows that were like way better and then this woman brandy who was in um an old rendition of cinderella she is in it and then like it just it has a good cast to where i'm like why why you know what i mean like why is it bad um so heather graham brandy is in it jason biggs um i don't know who this is matt sedenio I don't think he's really anyone that anyone would know, but like the, the few characters, like main characters are good or at least like decent. Like, you know, Jason Biggs is American Pie, right? So like, why was it so bad? Jason, I have to say was like the best actor in it. Um, but literally my friend and I were like, how, how is it bad? Like, do they literally tell these actors to act badly for these shows like is that what they do and do they like train is there a specific hallmark training is it just because there's low budget do they use less less cameras and equipment like do they say act cheesy like go to cheesy acting school like truly I'm just curious what the training is what the directing is because I've seen these actors be in other movies and they've been better and now we have this this movie coming out called Best Christmas Ever that just was not good in the slightest. <laughs> I mean, I haven't really, I, the sad part is I haven't even finished it because it was just so bad, but like, I think I'll watch it. I'll finish watching it. I'll give it that justice. But it, the, the plot was like so stupid, honestly. So I'm just going to read you the storyline. It says, every Christmas without fail, Jackie sends a boastful holiday newsletter that makes her old college friend Charlotte feel like a lump of coal, lol. When a twist of fate lands Charlotte, her husband, Rob, and their family on Jackie and her husband Valentino's snowy doorstep just days before Christmas, Charlotte seizes the opportunity to prove that her old friend's perfect life can't possibly be that perfect. But in her overzealous attempt to expose Jackie, Charlotte nearly ruins Christmas for both families and must team up with her old friend to reassemble the pieces. So we got to the part where, like, you know, the climax, and it was very anticlimactic. I will say, 
and now I still have like 30 minutes left of the movie so I will watch it I will give it I will do it justice and and finish the movie but you guys it was bad I hope the other Netflix Christmas movies are better because even the cheesy ones like the bad ones I can watch but there are very few that I I absolutely can't get through so first Netflix Christmas movie checked off the list you know give it a try it's not terrible enough to like maybe not watch but make your own opinion I don't know you guys it was it was rough but I'm gonna finish it I'll, I'll do it I'll I'll give it that all right but I will leave you with that go enjoy your Thanksgiving and time with your family your friends however you spend Thanksgiving do something for yourself be nice to yourself give yourself grace and go watch some some fun cheesy Christmas movies we've we've got some more some new ones on Netflix and I'll keep reviewing them throughout this season. I hope you all have an amazing Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you if you're listening to this. And write down some things you're thankful for because I'm guaranteeing you, you can find at least five and they don't have to be big things. All right. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next week. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. If you are loving the podcast, please, please leave a rating and review and tell others what you're loving about the show. It really helps grow the podcast and helps me create more content for you. If you have suggestions for the pod or questions you'd like me to answer, you can always email staroftheshowpod at gmail.com. Thanks again, and I'll see you next Wednesday.